Let intuition be your guide. I've come across some amazing and amusing examples of advanced souls being guided by intuition. These stories are from a book of letters from Paramahansa Yogananda to his second most advanced disciple, Yogacharya Oliver Black. My Dear Oliver is the name of the book. Here is the story of how Yogacharya met his guru. Master said he was in Washington, D.C., and he was on his way back home to Los Angeles. A straight line for his travel would have been through Columbus, Ohio, but he said the inner voice slash Divine Mother told him to come to Detroit. After he got to Detroit, he didn't know where to go or what to do. He got a telephone directory and ran his fingers down the pages, leaf after leaf, until his finger stopped, and it stopped on the name of Maud Emerson. He called Maud Emerson and told her who he was, that he was Yogananda. She had, in fact, attended one of his lectures many years before. She explained to him that there was somebody meeting with a class in her home. He was teaching yoga to a class of about 10 or 12 people. Master said, I want to meet that man and she got us together. Another story tells of this intuitive connection in the other direction. Yogacharya writes, One morning I came to my office, and I had a strange feeling or sensation or itch, and I was scratching the back of my head at the medulla oblongata. I went into our treasurer's office and said, Well, I don't know what's the matter. But while I go home and get my bag, I'd like you to get me an airplane ticket to Indianapolis. Then I flew to Indianapolis, and after I got there, I didn't know what I was there for. He had a cab take him to one of the two best hotels in the city. I went in, and I went up to the counter and asked the clerk, Is there anybody registered here by the name of Yogananda? He looked at me and said, No, there isn't. I said, Where's this other hotel? He said, Oh, it's just down the street. When I got there, I went up to the counter and asked, Is there anyone here by the name of Yogananda? He said, Yes, on the ninth floor. I just went up the elevator and knocked on the door. The door opened, and there he was. Yogananda said, I knew you would come. I knew you would come. I knew you would come. Intuition develops naturally as we grow closer to God and operate more from our soul than from our ego. Intuition, you see, is the soul's natural way of perception. We can gradually improve our intuition. First, we need to develop our ability to feel, not with emotion, but with a calm sense of knowing. Next, we need to act on our intuitive guidance, which will help it develop just as exercising a muscle helps it grow strong. As we see in these two stories, they each acted on a strong feeling, even though the next step had not yet been revealed. It takes faith and courage to act on intuitive guidance. Try doing it a step at a time. I wouldn't suggest you start by buying a plane ticket, 
better to wait until your intuition is more highly developed. Most importantly, we need to deepen our meditation and contact our soul nature. A dear friend suggested something that I will pass on to you. He told me, I've started to keep a log of each meditation. I write down a number to indicate how much of the time my attention was focused, and I also put down a number for how deep my devotion was. Making myself accountable in this way is really helping me deepen my meditation. End quote. I also have started to do this as a New Year's resolution and can attest to its effectiveness. I can feel that it is helping me focus better, open up my intuition, and draw Master's grace and guidance. You might want to give it a try. In Divine Friendship, Nayaswami Jyotish. So this question of developing intuition is really central to our advancement on the spiritual path. The finding of God cannot be done by the mind alone. The mind can get us a certain distance. It can help us want to meditate. It can uh, help us develop habits. It can do many, many things for us. But as we go deeper into the stillness, the stillness has to go beyond mental restlessness and mental activity. And so in the various uh, kinds of uh, techniques or teachings that we have, several of them are meant primarily to get us to focus on something that takes us beyond the mind. The Hong Saw technique, that most uh, basic of all of the uh, techniques of Yogananda, and is used maybe without the mantra, but the basic technique of watching the breath is used by most meditators in most traditions. So watching the breath, being a really attentive to it, that's where your attention should be. And uh, coupling it with the mantra Hong Saw, which helps to still the energies in the deep astral spine, that technique is primarily meant to get us beyond the thinking mode, to calm our mind, to calm our attention, and to get us focused on something beyond the personality, beyond, um, one might even say beyond the body, because even though we're focused on the breath, the breath comes in and out and it is the link between the body, the ability for the body to stay alive. It is the link between that and our soul nature, which is in spirit. It's ethereal, and it doesn't need oxygen. It's eternal. It's going to be there whether the body is there or not. And so by focusing on the bridge of the breath, it gives us a link between the body and the soul. But in this relevant sense, it helps us uh, calm the mind and focus on something other than the problems of the day, the 
issues that are going on in our life, our plans, our hopes, our dreams, all of that mental restlessness. As I say, we have to go beyond it. When we begin to go beyond it, when our mind begins to become calm, we get naturally in connection with our true nature, our soul nature, and the way of operating, the intelligence of the soul is expressed by intuition. And you, as you read the lives of great saints anywhere, especially great, great masters, they're guided primarily by intuition. I've been reading uh, books um, which I enjoy about Anandamoy Ma, and she uh, she was a complete, one might say, puppet in the hands of divine inspiration. She called it a keyalal, and uh, meaning a divine whim, as it's translated, or obeying the will of God. And she allowed that sensation to guide her movements, guide her, whether she would talk to someone, not talk to someone, whether she could heal someone or not heal someone. It was all done by intuition. And the great saints functioned by intuition. And we, in order to come into a more advanced state, need really to work on developing our intuition. And I would suggest that you try this logging um, uh, that is one of the ways that uh, people have found it effective for uh, being able to stay on a diet or have new habits. Just log what is happening so that you are accountable for your actions. And you'll find that that simple fact of having to log it makes you much more likely to do what you yourself have decided to do. So, have a happy new year. God bless you. And we pray to God that we all make significant spiritual progress in this new year. God bless you.